Welcome to Sheer Clarity, the show that will teach you about leadership by attraction, building self-awareness, and how to develop exceptional self-management abilities that will help you become more reflective, more open, more trusting, and more engaging with the people who matter to you most. In other words, make you a better leader. Head on over to SheerClarity.com where you can learn more, subscribe to the show for free, and connect on social media. And now, here's your host, Jay Kevin McHugh. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Sheer Clarity, the podcast that gets you clear. I am Jay Kevin McHugh, your host. Happy to be here today. And I am going to talk about the voices in your head. Hello. Are they there? Are they listening? Actually, the voices in your head are probably speaking to you right now, saying things like, what the heck is he talking about? You're going to find out in a minute. But before we do that, there's another voice that's in my head quite frequently. It has a name. Its name is Matthew Passy. Matthew, would you like to speak from the voice inside my head? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm battling with the voices inside my head. They've been running rampant ever since that personality test. <laughs> They've had a lot to say. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you just have to put $10 in the jar because you called it a test. Uh, you may not call it a test. Tests can be passed or failed. They can have good grades. They can have bad grades. There ain't no grading on a personality profile. Therefore, sir, I will spot you the 10, survey, assessment, profile, never a test. Well, now the inside voices are saying something else. <laughs> I'm being chastised. I'm being chastised publicly because <laughs> we've got at least a million listeners. Anyway, tell me about it. What is coming up in your head? Because that was a good episode. I think we covered not only personality profiles, but we did vulnerability in a big way, if I recall. Yeah, the assessment, you know, was it confirmed a lot of things about me, but hearing them out loud and hearing them reviewed and, you know, getting an understanding of, like you've said so many times, not that either is right or wrong, but it is what it is. And you have to learn to use that to your advantage and pivot and adjust the way you think. So it has made me think very hard about how I approach certain things. And I'm obviously a little nervous to try some of those things out because they take me out of my comfort zone, but I'm also excited to see where they can take me. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. And for anybody who listened to that episode and got a handle on that, I can tell you right now, it was not an easy thing for Matthew to do because that's not him. He's a pretty humble guy. He's a very competent guy, and he's got great skills, but he keeps a lower profile. But as you know from listening to all these episodes, I think we've been doing this for a while, and we got a nice groove going. But I know that he's a humble guy who doesn't necessarily seek the limelight, but he's as good as anybody I've ever met with people. That's why I'm sure you guys love him by now and the chemistry we have. We've gotten to know each other pretty well. Well, let's stop the bromance talk, buddy, and get to <laughs> Let's get to the nub. The inside voices, what I'd like to sort of just actually get my listeners to do right now is to really get conscious about the idea that your brain speaks to you and it speaks to you in sentences. Thoughts. What is a thought? It's a sentence. It's a thought. There it is. It's got words. If somebody said, what are you thinking? 
you could write the thought down because you hear it. You hear it in your head. The challenge that I have for this particular episode is to see if I can get listeners to do a little better job listening to the voices in your head that are not necessarily in the current stream. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you're listening right now, what I want you to do is just sort of have a quick listen to what your head is speaking. Like when I'm talking to you, you're getting engaged, we're hearing about the topic, you're wondering what's coming. There might be some other thoughts going on because our mind thinks in several tracks. There are multiple layers at which your thoughts occur. And so I just want you to sort of think about it as you're hearing the voice right now, as you're listening to this. Maybe you're sitting in a room with a group of your coworkers trying to use this as an opportunity to learn what's going on. And so, Matthew, I just want you to tell me, like, track some of the streams that are happening as we're talking right now and sort of tell everybody what's happening up there so they can sort of come inside your head and listen to your thought streams. Well, unfortunately, as not only a somewhat co-host of the show, but also as the producer, a lot of what's going through my head while we're doing this is also very technical in nature. So it's looking at levels, it's marking the audio, it's thinking about, you know, where I'm going to have to make some fixes. So, you know, right now you just took a swig of your beverage right there because <laughs> you've been having a little bit of a frog in the throat. So, you know, a lot of what I've been thinking about is technical in nature related to the podcast. So you're multitasking in your head. Got a multitask in my head, but also, you know, I'm still having the conversation that not that it's been silenced since the assessment, but, you know, like every time we talk, it kind of comes back up. And so I'm thinking about some of the things that you pointed out and some stuff that we talked about off air. And I'll, I'll divulge a little bit. You know, one of the things that came up was I please too often. I'm a pleaser. I like people to be happy. I like to make sure that the people around me are satisfied with me and what I'm doing. And often that comes at the sacrifice of myself. And so I'm often just these days thinking about ways to not be more of a jerk necessarily, but ways to be more forthright and have more fortitude in what it is that I want and what it is that I think is best, both for myself and for these clients and have the courage to say that and present that without fearing the repercussions of temporarily displeasing someone, mm. which is still uncomfortable. Yeah. It's still sticking. Yeah. Yeah. What else? So as our listeners are listening, you know, I'm asking you guys to do something similar because this is the art of hearing yourself. Now, it gets more interesting if you really listen because there's a whole bunch of stuff that's actually down below the top three or four layers. You know, if I were try to write a model about this, you know, it'd be like, okay, you're looking at the ocean and you can see stuff floating. There's a floating thing. You can look at it. It's right on top. That's on the surface. That's a current what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. And as Matthew's first comment was, the first thing is, I'm busy, man. I'm working. <laughs> like you're coughing into the mic and you're drinking your coffee and you had a frog in your throat, right? But then he went to another level. So that's just beneath the surface. Now I want you to picture, 
if you were just looking out at a broad body of water, you saw something floating. Does that tell you necessarily how deep the water is? Of course not. No. Well, in humans, it's really deep. It goes way the heck down there. And what happens is we have a collection of thoughts and inner voices that are below the surface. And some of them are so far below the surface, guess what? You might not even be aware they're there. If you come back to the whole premise of our show is getting sheer clarity, it's being clear. And the clearer the water is, the further down you can see the bottom. And that's what this episode is. I want you to at least start to be conscious of inner voices. I'll tell the listeners, there's a great way for you to get a handle on this after the show. I'm going to post some of the frequently asked questions in an article or two about a model called Voice Dialogue. And Voice Dialogue was created by a couple. They're Jungian psychologists, Hal and Sidra Stone. They are nothing short and amazing with the way they put their model together. The model is still sort of in maybe the esoteric category. If you go on their website, you can see facilitators that are sprinkled around the world who've done an amazing amount of work. I've learned a great deal about it because I have a coach who is a voice dialogue facilitator in my backyard. That's how I became familiar with it. I haven't cleared to whether to mention her name, so I won't. But if I get that clearance, I'll do it on a subsequent show. But the bottom line is some of the best work that I've ever done was when I started to use a model about my inner voices, or in the case of what voice dialogue is, it's called the inner selves. And the Jungian model is a psychology of the selves that you are not just one personality. You are many, 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 many different personalities. What, what Hal and Stone called them was sub-personalities. And their methodology is a facilitator who's well-trained and then the subject who's being facilitated. And the facilitator's there to help that subject become highly aware of and to experience all these different selves, or in our case, we'll call them inner voices, that are running our lives, literally running your life, and to learn how to use them in a very conscious way by having something they call the aware ego process. In a nutshell, what we're trying to do is to get everyone familiar with the variety of voices that are in operation or the selves and trying to sort of articulate them, identify them, even give them names. You already did one. You called it the pleaser. That is a name. And in the voice dialogue model, pleaser is a very common and very straightforward sort of self that does exactly what you described, making sure everyone's happy. But the pleaser has a role. The pleaser can be a primary part of you, a secondary part of you. But in the end, it's just one of these selves. For my listeners, I think you already know. I hope your brain is already talking. You're already starting to identify a little bit about like the different parts of you and when they come alive and when they talk to you. And all I want you to do from this episode, we certainly can't do a deep dive and get down into the bottom of every self you've ever had, but I want to get you entertained by the idea. 
that you have voices in your head, some of which are just not clear, some of which are down uh, below the surface. And in fact, in this model, we call them disowned cells. There are primary cells, those cells that are right around. They're always with you. They're at the control panel. They're taking care of business. They're running the show. They're giving you data. They're telling you how to react. They're scanning for what's happening, what's going on. And in their world, they're trying to help you do what they need to do, which is to do a good job today, to be well-received, to be liked, to be in harmony. And that's their job. However, they don't necessarily give you everything you need. There are other parts of yourself which are unknown to you. So when I think of leaders, here's what I notice. They are instinctively reacting to the stimuli that's currently in front of them, as most people do. Here's the data from this report. Here's the financial results. Here's the big problem. Here's the big issue. Here's the deal I'm trying to do. Here's the company I'm trying to buy. All of this is happening in this cognitive, analytical business environment. I'm just trying to get something accomplished and things done. But the question is, is, you know, how well do you know how much of your reaction to what's happening is actually motivated by parts of you, inner voices or selves that you're not listening to or that you don't know about? So I wanted to ask you, Matthew, if I can just, again, use you for this, do you have kind of an experience recently where you found yourself actually in a situation, maybe it wasn't going the way you wanted, maybe it was in a relational category, you didn't feel understood, or you were getting annoyed with somebody, or somebody was saying something that it didn't feel good when you heard it, and you began a conversation, you were reacting to it in your head. I want to say yes, although I don't know if it happens immediately in the middle of the conversation or if I focus on the conversation, focus on the here and the now, like you talked about, and then later, maybe in the car, you know, driving home or, you know, later at night, all of a sudden in my head, I play out what I think the conversation should have been or what I believe the next conversation is going to be. Because I'm projecting what I think I should have said or what I want to say or how they're going to respond or something like that. And I don't want to give out names or examples necessarily because these are not all flattering <laughs> moments for them. Understood. Understood. But what you're describing is you actually had like a post-encounter sort of thought process. And in voice dialogue, these would be cells, the, the cells that are coming on. So for the listeners, let me just give you a little more context about this model because I am trying to get you acquainted with a little bit of a process that you can use even in this short episode. And we can talk more about it as we unfold. We'll look for some feedback to see if people like it. So let's just talk about cells for a minute. So all these little parts of you. These are voices in your head. There are distinct identities, subpersonalities, and in Hal and Sidra's work, they actually call them energies. It's an energy. It's an energy pattern. It's an energy itself. It's when I'm encountering people in my coaching work, because of the work I've done in voice dialogue, I'm actually looking for energy of how I'm sensing their energy. What kind of energy am I giving? We all do it, right? You know you've encountered people where you have a reaction very early. It's like either it could be no reaction or 
uh-oh, or I don't know, or uh, ugh, I don't like, or it goes the other way. He goes, oh, I love this guy, or I love this woman, I love this person. Oh, my God, they're so cool. They're so fun. Ah, uh, we could talk forever. <laughs> right? Those are energies that are interacting back and forth between two sets of energy patterns coming from people. So these cells, right, are developed, and they developed as children. Children were so innocent, you know, they come out, they're these beautiful little hard drives, you know, they're squeaky clean, but there's some stuff that's kind of maybe built in like a operating system. It's love, it's connection, it's wonder, it's openness, it's innocence, right? And it's just waiting. And all of a sudden, out of the womb and into the world, and we start the process of wondering if we're going to get our needs met. How do we get our needs met? How do we take care of ourselves? How will we be safe? You know, that's how it works. And what happens is we start developing a whole bunch of different ways of responding and reacting and getting what we want, which is to feel safe and loved and connected. And we may have a variety of ways in which we do that. There's performing, there's hiding, there's pleasing, there's pushing, there's all sorts of different ways, right? And these selves get very, very developed over time. Some of them come up in prominence, the primary, that's your go-to strategy. If you look at your personality profile, we actually did one way of measuring preferences, natural preferences. So in addition to the psychology of it all, you actually saw objectively filling out some profile. We could sort of get a glimpse of how you're predisposed. And so you have a natural predisposition that, for lack of a better term, we would call the pleaser. If you looked at my profile, we put it up there. I have what's called a high dominance. I've got a pusher. There's no value judgment on either one of those. They just are. And those are the energies. And when you come into a space, I can tell you, you're a lot more pleasant and a lot more easy and you're waiting and you're calm and you're sort of scanning and checking out. But the moment someone encounters you, I fell in love with you. I just like this guy because your energy is so caring and positive. I've been told I'm intimidating where my pusher comes out and I'm just large and people feel this energy and I go, holy <laughs> But in the end, there's this energy. So now, as a listener, what's your primary energy? Let's just use pushers and pleasers. Which way do you lean? You remember the fight or flight sort of model, prehistoric model, like in your back of your brain, the moment stuff is happening. Am I coming up with a fight? Am I coming up like I got to run? I got to flight. And all we're saying is we want to come away with awareness, an aware ego of what these inner voices are. And there's two primary sets of these voices. Your go-to strategy, primaries, and then for every primary, there's also something that in the model we call it disowned, and it's usually the opposite. So for me, when I have a pretty big performer, pusher kind of person, the part of me that's disowned is mellow, laid back, carefree, easygoing, skipping through the field and picking daisies, la, 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 la. When I talk to my clients, most of my clients tend to be pushers and performers, right? It's just what they are. They're CEOs. They got there for a reason, right? 
it's a tiring kind of energy at times, and it's equally tiring to have a pleaser energy because both of those energies being primary, they just they're on board all the time. They're always working. That's what they do. So now as a leader, what I'm trying to get you to see is at least right now, take a look at your core basic energy patterns. What is the natural every day? If you've done a disc profile, you already know a little bit whether you're a high I or high D or what have you. But I want you to go one step further. I want you to be able to listen. What are the kinds of words, sentences, and thought patterns that these particular energies have? When you are a pusher, when you are dominant, how do you normally roll? And the bottom line is your first order of business is to be in control and be in charge. That's what you do. That's how you protect. If you're at the other end of the spectrum, you've got inner voices that are scanning. What do they want? What do they need? Are they happy? Are they unhappy? But if you're not listening at that level, what these voices is, they just go automatic. You don't have awareness of them. You don't have consciousness of them. And here's the practical, tactical challenge. When you don't know them and you don't know who they are and you haven't listened to them, they are running your life and your reaction systems and you're not even aware of it. They just do what they do. And you will end up having a quality of life and a quality of relationships and a quality of problem solving and a quality of dreaming and living and breathing. All of it qualitatively is unfolding based on this, the natural pattern which you cultivated from the time you were a child. And if you don't listen to it, if you don't understand it, if you don't sort of articulate, if you don't sense it, if you don't feel it as an independent energy, if you don't have a chance, right, to like question it, it just runs your show. And my challenge to the listener is, do you want to be in a little more control of your situation, of your viewpoint of your life, of your lens, the way you look at things, the way you see things? Do you want to have a, an opportunity not to react at the first sign of trouble? Do you want to have a chance to be in control? I think I'm going to stop there, Matthew, and find out what's going on in your head. And we'll close this episode, and I think we ought to do another one on it and continue this next week. What about you? Well, it's funny because I was thinking, one, how interesting it is that we do have a sort of default voice in our head, and that default voice does guide our every day. But then, yeah, we sort of have the antithesis voice as well that pops up every so often and wonders, why are you doing it that way? Mm. And to be conscious of those forces and to understand them and then to step back and look at them and see why is that happening and then be able to use that differently going forward is probably a good thing to do. And I'm obviously spending a lot of my time thinking about my pleasing personality, but then also the quiet voice in my head as I'm driving back from the meeting going, why didn't I tell that guy to go blah, blah, blah? You know, yes, like that's- Yes, <laughs> you got it. And I've got to find the balance between the two and the courage to accept that, you know, both have a place in my world. I was also struggling with- how am I going to transition from this into our topic next week? But you've saved me that trouble because we're going to talk about this again next week. <laughs> so I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, fascinating stuff about the inner voices in our head and how to use them and how they compete and how to listen to them. And once you start to listen to them, how to respond and how to you know make adjustments in the way you lead and even in just the way you interact with people on an everyday basis. But until next week, calm the inner voices. Listen to them, but you know, don't let them run your world. 
and join us here, sheerclarity.com. We will be back with more. If you haven't yet, go to the website, subscribe, check out the show notes. We'll have links to those models that Kevin was talking about earlier in the episode, all of that at sheerclarity.com. And of course, and we've said this before, but we really mean it. Let us know what you're thinking. You know, it's not just lip service for us to say we want to know, we want feedback, we want reviews, we want whatever. We're actually curious. How did this episode make you feel? What discussion did you have with your inner voices as you were listening? And it's okay. You might have to go back and re-listen to this episode because the inner voices in your head might have taken over the conversation for a little while and you might have missed, you know, a spot or two within the episode. So we are curious how this content is impacting you how it is helping you, what it is making you think of, what other questions it might be raising for you. You can do that directly on the website, sheerclarity.com, or send us an email, kevin at sheerclarity.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to know how this is impacting you. And if we can, we would love to help you out. So again, thank you for joining us on this episode of Sheer Clarity. Check everything out that we just talked about at sheerclarity.com. And we will be happy to see you next time. He's J. Kevin McHugh. I'm Matthew Passy, and we will see you on Sheer Clarity. Mm-hmm.